So a little bit of water. Ah, that's it. It's pretty loud here. Hmm. Guy, I'm gonna boil here. Can't turn the fan on. Interrupt the audio. I suppose we better start, shouldn't we? All right, let's go. Welcome to Backpack Digital, where we talk travel, minimalism, being a digital nomad, and the real most important things in life. Could you tell that it took me a little while to remember what those things were? Uh, the, the real most important things, and I completely forgot they were, what they were. So there you go. Uh, anyway, hello. Uh, <laughs> in fact, you know what? We'll go, we'll, we'll go retro. We'll go old school. If you're in... Uh, oh God! See me forgetting places of the world is is a is a theme. Uh, if you're in Gothenburg, which is in Sweden, which is a lovely place, uh, it's very hilly. It's got a lot of steps, etc. Uh, it's very nice. Uh, if you are in, uh, let's see, if you're in Aspen, where's Aspen? Is it in Colorado? Aspen, Colorado. That sounds about right, doesn't it? Aspen. Or is it in Alaska? No. It's somewhere cold. No, wait, Aspen is in Alaska, isn't it? Because in Bill and Ted, he says, oh, I've got to move to, uh, no, uh, Alaska. Where's Aspen? I don't know. If you're in Aspen, which is potentially in Colorado, and you're driving along the road, and you're thinking, oh, I've kept this podcast episode until, until I'm driving on the road and I can, I can listen to it. That I'd invite you to join me. I am in um, just between Copacabana and Ipanema, which is in Rio. I have real difficulty saying the name of this city in an English accent. Rio de Janeiro uh, (laughs) in Brazil. This is where I live. That's right. I live somewhere. Yeah, I know. Uh, by the way, if you listen to this one and thinking, what the hell is going on? Uh, this is my first episode in a while. I mean, it's been, I was thinking about it the other day, it's been almost a year. It's been almost a year, man. Like, the, and yeah, the amount of uh, messages I've got saying, hey man, what's going on? <laughs> Have you died? You know? Uh, <laughs> no, quite the opposite. I've lived? Yeah. Yeah, that works. Uh, yeah, no, quite the... Op- I w- wait, hold on. I was saying something, when not I? Um, what was I saying? Yeah, it's been almost a year, uh, which is crazy. Uh, oh, yeah, I live somewhere. That's it. Yeah, I live somewhere. Uh, so the last, the last time I talked to you guys, <laughs> I was in Bali, and we'd just had the motorbike accident. God, that's how long ago it was. Uh, and I'll tell you what, uh, the scar on my knee looks exactly the same as it did about two weeks after the accident. And for, for like six months, I was worried about it. It's still kind of purple. You know what I mean? It's been a year. <laughs> it's still. I was worried for about six months. Like, when's this going to stop looking really bad? And then after about six months, I'm like, okay, I think this is just it now. That's just what my knee looks like now. <laughs> which, is, which is weird when... I don't, I don't think it is an age thing, but it does happen with age where you, you get to a certain age. It's, uh, Louis C.K. says it in his stand-up. He says, 
uh, I can't remember the. Uh, it's not good to retell jokes, but like he, he threw his back out or something, and his uh, he says to his doctors, "How long is this going to take to fix?" His doctor goes, "No, no, this is this is you now. That's just what you're like now. <laughs> you know, it's like you get to a certain age, your body just stops fixing itself. You know." Um, Oh yeah, by the way, if you're a new listener, this is this is the podcast, this is what it is. I do eventually touch on things like travel and, and minimalism and stuff like that, but this is, this is basically it, you know? Like when people said, uh, when people said, when, when are you coming back? The vast majority of them said, I miss your rambles, you know? And this is what this is, this is rambling, you know? Uh, I've had a little bit of coffee. We'll, we'll try and pinpoint when that kicks in. Uh, that's always a fun game to play. Um, I feel like there should be more structure, but you guys know that there isn't. Uh, let's bring some people up to speed. If, if they're new listeners, um, I don't know why there'd be new, new listeners, but oh, Jesus. Um, sorry, I just tripped over. Um, <laughs> let's bring some people up to speed. We have seasons one to five, where we did the Travel Stories podcast, which is brilliant, really. I had to listen back to some of them recently. They're good, man. They are good episodes. As far as podcasts go, they are top-notch. They're great. You got an interview section, which everyone loves an interview section. We had Rolf Potts on the show. Um, and then you've got... They bring... Each guest bring a story, brings a story, and then uh, they, they have a musical accompaniment behind... They're brilliant. Foley sound. They're good. <laughs> So uh, that's one to five. And then season six uh, was when I went round Europe. Uh, in fact, every country in mainland Europe on a motorcycle. First person to do it. Thank you very much. Um, I miss my bike, man. She's in England. <sighs> uh, I just remembered I got loads of news to tell you. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, and, then, uh, and then this is season seven, I suppose, which kind of started with me and Kat. Uh, going round uh, Vietnam on a bike, but we did a couple of episodes, and then the bike we crashed on a bike, and then, and then I stopped. Okay, so let's go. On. Oh, okay, why did I stop? Good question. Um, well, we were in Bali, and there was a lot of stuff going on. You know, a lot of stuff going on. Namely, uh, okay, no, let's just let's just do a, a history of what's been gone on. Okay, so in, ooh, what's it called? Ho Chi Minh, Saigon, we were there. <laughs> and for some reason, we thought, let's, uh, let's do a bit of a pregnancy test. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um... <laughs> Uh, oh, and it's so funny because I listened back to my recent episodes, or not recent episodes, my episodes of when I met Kat and I talked about meeting her and like uh, I'd recorded episodes like like the day after meeting her and then and then a week later, like, uh, eight, yeah, so you can see it all kind of blossom. It's fun. It's fun. Anyway, so we thought we'd do a pregnancy test. So we did. Um, and this was just after the bike crash. This was like three days after the bike crash. So we did that test and it came back positive. Uh, so we were like, oh yeah, because we were, we were hoping for that, you know? And we were like, oh, no way. Uh, so that was, that was kind of on my mind in a good way. Uh, that was kind of on my mind a lot. And I was like making plans of like, okay, where are we going to be there in the next nine months? And then what are we going to... So like, 
Uh, I think my, my brain was a bit full. And then, you know, when, you know, when you, you haven't done something, right? And then you leave it a bit. At like, for example, if someone, if your name's Jim and someone meets you and it's your next door neighbor and they go, yeah, John, how's it going? Yeah, no, no, I'm good. And it's like, you know, your name's not John, but then <laughs> you don't say anything because you're English. And then, uh, <laughs> and then like three months pass, you still haven't told them. And now you just live as John. That's you now, you know? Uh, so it's kind of like that. It, like a, a week passed, two weeks passed, three weeks passed. It got to Christmas, you know, and I'm like, man, it's just, it gets more difficult to just jump back in. And then the other thing was, um, the other thing was, I really didn't want to jump back in, record an episode and then be gone for another six months. You know, I kind of, I didn't want the dust to settle, but something like that, you know, I didn't want to just record an episode and then leave again uh you know be be that kind of dad that that, <laughs> that like stepped out for a pack of cigarettes and then occasionally comes back at christmas time it's like oh yeah i'm back with the family again and then boom he's off again you don't see him for nine years it sounds like i'm talking like from my history but i'm not <laughs> that didn't happen to me um so yeah i didn't want to do that i'm not i wanted to come back when i wanted to come back i wanted it to be the triumphant return you know and like this is it He's back now, you know? So, uh, so that's what this is. That's what this is. Uh, anyway, so found out we're pregnant. Got to Bali, enjoyed Bali. That was good. And then we went from Bali to England, okay? And this was Christmas time. This was like December. And then we spent Christmas uh, in uh, England. And by that time, she was between 10 to 12 weeks pregnant, which is fun. First semester's uh, fun. <laughs> she was, she'd sleep about 20 hours a day and then wake up to cry and then go back to sleep. Almost like a baby, actually. Um, <laughs> so that was fun. And then after that, we then... Uh, did we come straight here? Yeah, we did. We found, a, we found an apartment to rent in Rio, right? And then we set it up and we, we paid the deposit and everything while we were still in England. <laughs> and so we had it for, for when we came here. So that's what we did. We came here and now here we are and I am in said apartment. So there we go. Uh, and then, what happened then? So that's January. Uh, and then just kind of work and life and stuff like that. And then, and she was growing and growing and growing as you do when you're pregnant uh, and then she grew more. <laughs> and then July 19th, uh, July 19th, uh, she was like, I think my waters are breaking, you know? <laughs> I was like, hey, that's all right. And, uh, and then we went to, to the maternity hospital here in Rio and they said, yes, that's exactly what's happening. So let's sort you out, shall we? So like, okay. So we went in there, we went into the hospital and we, you know, um, I don't know, we were there. And I'm really bad at telling birth stories. Uh, so let's see, birth story. Um, people are here for a travel podcast, man. Get to the point. Okay. Uh, went in. Uh, bed. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I'm going to try. <laughs> I'm gonna try and go over it super quick. Okay, uh, just from this is from memory. This is like flashes from the memory. Okay, went in room, bed, 
uh, cardboard stalk. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see what the hell happened first. Uh, pain, screaming, contractions. Uh, ten minutes apart, a uh, bit early. Uh, go back home, come back when five minutes, came back, five minutes, cardboard stalk. Uh, uh, go from that room to, uh, I don't know what you call it, other room. And okay, we went to, we went to like a, a they call it here a, a natural, no, a humanized birth. Which sounds weird, doesn't it? Uh, like in, in England, we call that a birth. But here in, uh, in Brazil, they do a lot of C-sections just because. And like the, the doctors, if they do one birth in a day, then they get paid, uh, you know, how much they get paid. If they do four C-sections in a day, they get paid more, right? So there's a lot of C-sections. And uh, it's, it's a wonderful example of uh, people, namely women, uh, coming together and making a difference because they... Uh, they did the whole, I don't know, I don't think they marched or anything, but they got together. Women got together and said, no, we will, we will do more natural births because we are natural humans. And so they did that. And now the, I think the rate of C-section went down from about 90% to like, I don't know, 40 or 50 or something. So it actually worked really well. Anyway, so uh, we went to this, this uh, naturalized birth kind of thing. Uh, place and so uh, yeah, we went into the other room. There's this big, giant kind of bath bit, uh, and with a, with a kind of big uh, tree section, and <laughs> and then a bed gurney. Is that the word? No, different thing. There, uh, and then little lights on the ceiling. You know the vibe. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, bath uh, screaming. Um, <laughs> Uh, doula, useless. Uh, what else? <clears throat> uh, <laughs> um, what happened then? Bath, scream. There was a lot of, that happened for a lot of hours, actually. 31 hour labor. Um, <laughs> uh, bath, screaming. Standing up, holding a uh, thing attached to ceiling, pulling, screaming, pushing, more screaming. Okay, uh, bed, uh, doctors, surgeons, not C-section, uh, birth, crazy, uh, blood, fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see what else. Um, birth, son, uh, as in, uh, as in mine. Uh, <laughs> Okay, I've had enough of doing it like that. All right. Then he was born, okay? July 20th, okay? Uh, and he is now, he remains to be born. Uh, he remains born. Uh, and <laughs> uh, yeah, his name is Lucas. And um, he's cool. Uh, I think we'll keep him. Uh, yeah, I think he's a keeper. And yeah, there he is. Well, he's he's not here now. He's out meeting friends or something. And uh, yeah, he's half English, half Brazilian. So half from Shropshire, represent. Half from Hesifi, represent, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, 31-hour labor, um, everything cool. I don't know what you say. Uh, oh, weight. People like weights, don't they? He was six... Pounds and 13 ounces. I don't know what that is in... I oh know, in grams, he was an amount of grams. I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, 
son was born. <laughs> so then after that, that took up a lot of my time. <laughs> so that's fun. Um, it turns out I, I have the, the innate ability to both calm him down, stop him from crying. He just, like, if he's just crying and it sounds like he's dying, because that's what babies do, they go, oh, no, I'm legitimately dying this time, you know, every time they cry. Uh, and I have the ability to just pick him up and just say, hello, and he stops crying. That's it. It's a skill. It's an art. Right. So, uh, yeah, that's fun. You can meet him next episode. I'm recording this while him and his mom and his grandma uh, are out uh, doing some stuff. I don't know. <laughs> no, they're doing some Brazilian bureaucracy stuff, which I don't do because I don't do Brazilian bureaucracy. It's ridiculous. Anyway, uh, so that's where I've been. Uh, it is now, what is it now, September? So, yeah, been a while, eh? Uh, <laughs> yeah, with regards to uh, future plans, this is interesting. Okay, this is interesting. Uh, so, what do you do when you've had a kid when it comes to traveling, being a digital nomad, stuff like that? Minimalism. Uh, not really living terribly minimalist at the moment. I mean... Uh, well, kind of. So we have an apartment here. We we have furnished it. Uh, so it's got like a TV and that, you know, big table, I don't know, uh, and an office. Uh, big old Ganesha, about seven foot tall. Anyway, so uh, so we have all that stuff. However, all of that stuff is just completely disposable, you know? Like when we when we want to move from here, which we do, that's all that stuff's just gone, you know? So like we're still minimalist in the... <laughs> Uh, is he clinging onto it? We're still minimalist in the way that it's like, uh, if we decide to move uh, tomorrow, it's fine, you know? Like, we can even just leave this stuff here if we want and just pack up, and we still only have a backpack each worth of stuff. Plus baby, right? So that's a bit more stuff. But it's actually not that much more stuff when you think about it, you know? Um, okay, so what are our plans? How do you How do you maintain traveling when you have a baby, Right. I was never, I was never worried about that, right? Uh, I talked to people in the first season, second season, something like that, about traveling with a baby and with a family even, family of three, family, whatever, you know? And people make it work because the thing is, whatever your priorities are, you'll make it happen, whatever it is, you know? Like, uh, let's see. Um... Like, going back to baby stuff, you know, if your life is fitness, right, and you think, oh, no, when I have a baby, I'm going to lose all my fitness and I'm going to, uh, I'm never going to go to the gym and stuff like that. You won't think that because your, your priority is fitness. Not that your baby's not your priority, but you're going to make it happen. Your priority then isn't travel. So they're probably not going to travel because it's not the priority. They're not going to make it work, you know. But if your tr priority is travel, then if you have a baby, it's not going to stop it. It's just going to make it different, you know. So. We've come up with a bit of a plan here. You're going to like this. I think you'll really like this. Okay, so here's the plan. Here's the plan. Okay. We're going to go to England for Christmas because that's just what you do. And then we're going to come back here, right? Uh, and then in April, because I've got to stay out of the country uh, until April, otherwise I have to pay tax, which is lovely. Um, <laughs> so in April, uh, we're going to go to England, okay? And then uh, when we're in England... We are going to buy a van. That's right. 
We're going to buy a van. I'm spending a lot of my time researching vans right now. So, uh, and obviously you guys know me. I like vehicles. I know vehicles. That's what I do. Uh, so we're going to get a Mercedes Sprinter 170 wheelbase, 170 inch wheelbase. That's a long wheelbase. Not the longest of the long because that's a 170 extended, but we're going to get a Sprinter anyway. And then uh, with my brother, okay, who can do anything with vehicles, and myself included, I can do that too. Um, we are going to build it out. We're going to build it out. And I've already done the floor plan. I've done everything, but we're still going to, you know. Uh, so we're going to build it out. It's going to have, obviously, bed, uh, shower, toilet, you know, stuff like that. Um, bit of a, a seating area, kitchen. We're going to have everything in there. So full solar, full battery, completely off-grid, completely off-grid, Wi-Fi, you know, and then, um, and then the three of us, uh, me, Kat, and Lucas, uh, we're going to set off into Europe and we're going to live in it. We're going to live in this van. And I'm putting this out there into the podcast now so that it happens. And it will happen, but I'm just going to, you know, covering, covering my tracks. No, that's the wrong phrase. Uh, so, yeah, that's what's going to happen. And we're going to be van lifing it uh, through Europe. And obviously, I've already been through every country in mainland Europe. But all that means is I know some pretty cool spots. I know some really cool spots, actually. Uh, we're going to go through. We're going to use the app Park for Night. This is not a sponsorship. Park for, as in the number, night. It's brilliant. I used this when I was traveling with the bike. Uh, you just you can you use a map view, and you can just see either either campsite or. Uh, parking place that you have to pay for or wild camping, which is like the only one I used um, and probably the only one we will use. And it's basically, if someone finds an amazing wild camping spot and there's a bunch of people, every van life is on park for night as well. So if you find an amazing wild camping spot, then you put it in there. You, you take a picture, you say, oh, hold well on, you, you know, you gotta, you gotta be able to fit down this thing or there's a bridge that you don't, you know, you put in the details and then it's just there on the map. Other people can go there. Amazing app. One of the best apps. Uh, like that and Dark Sky, I think it was called, was the weather app I used. Amazing weather app. You can see what's happening during the day. Anyway, there's a bunch of good apps for, yeah, this is travel related. A bunch of good apps for travel. What are your favorite? Here we go. Here he is. Here he is. What are your favorite travel apps? That's a question because I want to start the conversation again. I've been gone. Let's be back. Uh, tell me on Instagram at... Backpack Digital. Okay. What are your favorite travel apps? Mine are Park for Night. It's unbeatable. It's so good. It's one of those things where you go, I, I, I just want to tell everyone about this because it, it, again, not sponsored. I want to tell everyone about this because it is actually that good. Okay. Next, Dark, Dark Sky. I think it's called Dark Sky. It's like black and blue. Uh, that as a weather app is amazing because you can, you can look into the future of the day and you can see kind of uh, where the rain uh, is kind of going. So if it's going to pass over you or anything like that, amazing for, for travel, especially like on a bike or something. Uh, and the next, the Google Translate app, the one where you can hold, hold it up to menus and it, it translates it through the camera, amazing. And I think actually, having said that, the new, what's it called, iPhone, I think they're, they're doing their thing tomorrow, Apple are. But I think with the new operating system, the Translate app, is it that or is it iTranslate? One of the Translate apps uh, is, uh, it looks like it's going to be, 
a competitor to, you know, on Google Translate, where you can uh, press the button, speak into it, and then it does that to the person in their language, and then they press the button, speak into it. I think I saw something about another app doing that. I think Apple's version of that is going to be good. But anyway, Google Translate for that as well. You can just hold a button and go, where do I find the bread shop? And then... (laughs) And then it goes uh, into their language and then uh, and then they hold the button and then they say, you know, it's cool. Uh, yeah, for travel apps, where are you guys at? You know, I've been out of the game when it comes to uh, flying uh, apps. Flying? Flights. Flight apps. I've been out of the game. So is Skyscanner still good? It always used to be. Uh, I know Kayak is pretty cool as well. I sometimes use that for um, for car hire. Is Kayak good? I, you know, a lot of the time now I'm just using Google Flights. Is that the game? Is that the best way to do it? Please let me know. Because <laughs> I've been out of the game for a while now. So, yeah, let me know. Also, what are your favorite travel apps? And also, hello. Uh, please send me a message saying hello. Uh, Instagram at Backpack Digital. <laughs> so, um, I don't know what else has been going on, really. I wish Lucas was here so you could hear him. I mean, the only word he says is ngoo, but it's nice. Uh, so he's now like almost two months old. So he's, I don't know what he's doing. He's cacking a lot. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. I feel like I should be, hmm. I don't feel like a different person. Like, being a father has changed me, you know? And that sounds like a bad thing, but I don't, I don't know, man. I still feel the same because I think between, uh, between the travel I did with the motorbike through Europe and, uh, and when I met Kat, there was a transformation uh, taking place. And you can hear that uh, in some of the post-Europe travel episodes, right? Where I start talking more about uh, freedom and responsibility and the meaning of life and things like that. Uh, and I still believe that the, um, something like the meaning of life is responsibility, you know, uh, or freedom is, I can't remember how I said it, but, uh, way back in the day, and I'm sure a lot of you guys kind of understand this, but for me, the meaning of life was, uh, freedom. And I didn't know exactly what I meant by that, but it's something that I was searching for. And I think, I, I think there is something there when, when you think of uh, having the meaning of your life being something that you're searching for and not necessarily achieving. I think that's good uh, because you need something to aspire to, I suppose. But I saw a lot of instances where unlimited freedom... Uh, where it wasn't the right call, at least for me. I mean, it is for some people. Uh, one that stood out to me, I think, was in, uh, where were we, Vietnam? In Vietnam. And uh, we were sitting down with these guys and he was talking about something. And I was like, oh, have you got, have you got kids? Have you got a, you got a missus like? And he was like, nah, no family. I mean, he was like 50, 55, 60, I don't know. Um, he goes, nah, no family. I'm, I'm completely free. And... Uh, it just didn't seem like a lot of fun. Like, it didn't seem very fulfilling, you know? Like, um, 
I don't know, it's really hard to really hard to put into words. And it's very true that the grass is always greener on the other side, you know? Like when I was um when I was going around Europe on the bike, it's like, man, yeah, it's nice being free, uh, but I would like that family unit now. I would like something to be responsible for, you know? Uh, and also, if you don't have responsibility, what is freedom, you know? You need one to have the other, surely. You know, if you, um, if you don't, have responsibility or haven't had responsibility, then you don't know what freedom is because freedom is just normality, isn't it? You know? So you need one to, to have the other. And I, I don't like now I have the responsibility of, I have a family now. How crazy is that? Uh, I have a family now. So that is a responsibility. So do I miss the freedom? That's a question. Like, is that, if you guys are thinking of having kids, but you're thinking, well, what will happen to, like, will that trap me or what will happen to my, my travel life? Or is it for me? Like, do I want that much responsibility? Or, or if I want so much to be free, why would I want to ground myself and all things like that? So the question is like, do I miss that freedom? And sometimes, you know, I'm always honest with you guys. Sometimes uh, a song will come on, which is one of the songs from my playlist of going when I went around Europe, you know, a song will come on and I'll feel a pang, you know, when you feel pangs. Or I'll think of something from Europe that happened and I'll feel a pang of, ah, man, that was a super good time. And it felt nice to be, to be there with nowhere to be, nowhere to go, nothing to have to care about, you know? And that was nice. That was nice. But I think that feeling is like ice cream, right? Ice cream, amazing, lovely. Lovely stuff, right? You don't want it all the time, though. If you have it all the time, your teeth will fall out. You know what I'm saying? But every now and then, every now and then, you get yourself some ice cream. You have it, man, you know? That's what I think that feeling of freedom is like because that's not conducive to, uh, to a, a life well lived, I don't think. I don't think that's conducive to a life well lived because you get to the end of your life and you think, well, what, uh, what do I have? And I don't mean possessions. What do I have? What have I done? Who do I have? You know, I was just just listening to a song before actually that came on shuffle by Motion City Soundtrack called "Everyone Will Die." <laughs> it's not a metal song. It's actually super nice. I'd recommend listening to it. It says, "Everyone will die and everyone will lose." And everyone will lose. Uh, so, what are you going to do in the meantime before it catches you? Everyone will die. Everyone will lose. So who are you going to love something, 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 something? Okay. <laughs> and yeah, so when you're on your deathbed, and I often think about the deathbed, you guys know this, uh, what are you going to have? Who are you going to have? Who will you have affected? What's important to you in that moment? You don't know now, do you? Uh, what's important to people on their deathbed, you know? Uh, often it's people. Often it's not things, often it's not money, uh, often it's people, it's family. There's a reason that family is so important to us in our brains, because that's the proliferation of our species, you know? There's a reason that it's so important to us. Uh, so what was my point? There we go, this is a Backpack Digital episode. <laughs> what was my point? Um, yeah, do I, will I miss the freedom? Do I miss the freedom? Uh, oh yeah, that was it. Uh, so I think it's like ice cream and... 
I'm not going to stop eating ice cream, you know? Like when you, I guess, what's the analogy there? Um, uh, I don't think a diet of no ice cream is a good way to live because then you live ice creamless. How good's that? Not. (laughs) So uh, I think, uh, I think if you have a, (laughs) stop with the analogies, man. I was going to say, if you have a diet that's like 90%, 95% healthy, and then maybe each Saturday night, you have yourself a bit of ice cream, then you won't go crazy, you know? And then you'll enjoy it. And you know that, that your time eating healthy will be fun, will be good, and you'll be able to do it because you know on Saturday you got that Ben and Jerry's in the freezer, man, you know? So with that, I think each year I'm going to give myself, what, two weeks, something like that? I don't really want to put a time on it, but I'm going to get the bike out and I'm going to go uh, into Europe with a tent, no plan other than I've got to be back in two weeks, three weeks, a month, who knows, uh, and just just go and do the same thing. Just be, uh, in inverted commas, free. Uh, yeah. And then the other thing is, I think your, um, your, your, your brain changes, you know? Like, the want for freedom is more like the ice cream. You know, it's more like the, yes, I want to experience this because it is a great feeling, but I don't want that to be my life. That's it. That's it. So that's what I'd say about uh, freedom and kids and families. And, uh, and then that's the other thing of like, if you go and you're living in a van and you're doing van life around Europe with your missus and your kid, are you not free? Like, is that not the feeling of freedom that you want? Or do you want more ultimate freedom of you being on your own in the woods? How much freedom do you want? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So that's what I'm thinking all about that. Um, yeah. What else? What else? I'll tell you what else. Uh, we were thinking about what games can we play? What can we do to pass the time? That's, that's a bad phrase. What can we do... Uh, on a rainy Sunday, there you go, in the van. I'll tell you what we can do. We can play card games. But which card games? <laughs> well, we've been learning one and playing one. It's called Magic the Gathering. That's right. We've been learning Magic the Gathering. Oh, he's a big nerd. You always knew this. Uh, so, yeah, we've got a few decks and we've played three games thus far and she has beat me every time. So we have a green deck and a black deck to start off with. And uh, she was the green and I was the black. And, um, and then she beat me twice. And I was like, you know what? I think that green deck is overpowered. That's what it is. It's the, it's the green deck. That is a, a powerful deck right there. You've got, you know what? We should swap over next time. We did. She beat me again uh, using the other deck. So not the deck. Um, she's just a good player. <sighs> So anyway, uh, we're playing Magic the Gathering and, and I mean, I know it's a bit weird, you, you, the, the host of your travel podcast coming back and saying, hello, I have a kid now and an apartment and I play Magic the Gathering. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what's going on? However, I will balance that with also we're buying a van and we're going to do, do it out and then, and then live in the van. You know what I'm saying? So, so there's that. Uh, and also, I do want to. I do want to bring this. I've been thinking about what's going to happen with the podcast, man. And I'll tell you something else. <laughs> Sounded angry then. I'll tell you something else, man. Uh, another reason why why it's taken so long to come back is okay. When I come back, 
what, how do I do it? Like, how do I brand it? What's the theme? You know, all of this stuff, you know, like, is it backpack digital? Is it travel stories? Do I do, do I bring on some more travel stories? Or is it just, what is backpack? Is that me? Am I backpack digital? And if so, what, what do I talk about? People like the rambles. Do I just ramble? Like, will people like that? What about new people that come in thinking it's a travel podcast and he doesn't talk about travel? What's going on then? So all of these questions were preventing me in my head uh, from coming back. So what I'm thinking is, it's this. <laughs> what you're listening to now is what it is. Because what I found from, uh, from almost, in fact, from all, I think all of the messages I've got uh, is people enjoy the rambles. And uh, I mean, uh, if you don't know, I work with people on their podcasts, you know. And one of the things I say is people don't necessarily listen for the content. They listen for the person. And I, I take that as a... Uh, as a compliment that you guys are still listening. So thank you very much. Uh, maybe it is the content and you listen to this thinking, ah, there's no, there's not a lot of travel stuff. I'm clicking off and that's fine. Uh, but yeah, so, so this is what it is. It's going to be me rambling and admittedly it will be more, <laughs> it will be more uh, interesting when we're on the road in the van, but that's not going to be for a while. So that's just a future thing that will happen. Season, whatever. Uh, so yeah, that's that. But I do want to talk more about travel stuff because I feel like if I don't talk about that stuff, that I will, no, not I will, then I am in danger of losing that part of myself, the traveler. And that for a long time in my life is how I defined myself, the traveler. And if I'm not defining myself that way, how do I define myself? Do I need to? Uh, Am I the dad? Well, yeah. But also, a lot of people are dads. <laughs> like, why would I define myself that way? What type of dad am I? Am I the uh, traveling dad? Potentially. Uh, am I the digital nomad dad? Digital gnome dad? No, that's a gnome. Gnome dad. No, with a G, no. Digital gnome dad. Hashtag digital gnome dad. <laughs> what would that be? Okay. Uh, am I the digital gnome dad? Potentially. Uh, <laughs> that's great. Uh, minimalist dad. Kind of. I mean, we're in an apartment right now. But having said that, in April, we're moving with none of our stuff. So it's like all of this stuff is transient. All of this stuff will, will go. Everyone will die. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. You know by now that these episodes are me trying to figure out who I am, innit? Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so that's what it's going to be. It's going to be me talking about stuff, things I've been thinking. And like usual, uh, I want half of the episode to be me answering you guys' questions. Okay. Now, as I said, I don't want to lose the travel aspect. So please, I'm asking you guys for this favor. Uh, and, and Yeah, I'm asking you guys for this favor as I'm coming back. Uh, obviously, there are no questions right now. So I need to build up those questions, man. Bring me some questions for next week. I want to fill up. <clears throat> I want to fill up half of the uh, episode with questions. So uh, yeah, bring them in, especially travel related. I may not be traveling right now. I may not be traveling right now, but I've traveled quite a bit, man. I've done it in various styles as well. Various styles. You guys know my history, so uh, let's talk about travel. 
Let's talk travel. So the thing is, Backpack Digital is going to be me talking about stuff related to digital nomadism, digital nomadism, uh, <laughs> related to, uh, what else? Related to my life, because why not? Uh, and related to minimalism, travel, stuff like that, as I say in the intro, you know? But it's also going to be, like, like I said, very travel related because that's how it was born. That's what it is. That is the common theme between us. That's what brought you to this podcast. I would assume that's what brought you to this podcast. In fact, I know it is. So let's talk travel. Let's talk travel because <laughs> who knows? That may change our plans as well. We may talk about some stuff in the upcoming weeks, months, and we may say, "All done. We don't want to do a van. We want to do whatever, a uh, motorbike with a sidecar <laughs> or whatever. So let's talk travel. Anyway, I feel like this has been a big old ramble and this is usually where I'd get to the questions, but no questions. So suffice it to say, um, hello. <laughs> That's a good title. No, it's not. Uh, suffice it to say, hello. Uh, what else? Um, I don't know what else. That's it, innit? <laughs> That's it, innit? Yeah. You know, as soon as I turn this off, I'm going to think about more things that I wanted to say. Uh, but yeah, nothing nothing as of now. I guess questions is what I want. I like this to be a conversation. You know this podcast is more of a conversation than a one-way street, you know? So, <clears throat> so let's open that conversation. I'm just talking now. <laughs> okay, cool. Right. This has been fun. Please send me some questions. I'm back. Back digital. Oh, okay. No, no, no. <laughs> All right. I will speak to you guys. Oh, questions. Instagram at Backpack Digital. That's it. Okay. And I will speak to you guys next week. And I legitimately will. Okay. <laughs> okay. But I'm doing like, like you end the call. Okay. Bye. Head getting closer to the receiver. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Uh, uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye.